0: You're listening to nothing but the best of internet marketing talk, and you're listening to The David Conley Show, and here's your host, David Conley. Well, greetings brothers and sisters off of planet Earth. You're listening to The David Connolly Show, coming at you from dcradionetwork.com. Surely the coolest online radio show, podcast, whatever you want to call it, for web developers, people interested in internet marketing and all that kind of stuff that ye shall ever find, dcradionetwork.com. Hello to all the folks on iTunes. Hello to all the folks on Stitcher, hello to all the folks on YouTube, or wherever you may be. Maybe you're even on dcradionetwork.com watching me live, streaming, and you can see that I have my seller's uniform on today. Yes, indeed. I bet you folks didn't know this, but do you know that there's a certain dress code that we high-paid developers like to use? And If you're watching the... Video stream just now, you'll have a sneak preview of what that dress code is. Now let me give you a clue: you don't wear a tie, okay? High paid IT experts don't wear ties. That's the shock news flash today. But any, in any event, if I can get myself together, today I'm gonna to be talking about Code Igniter, and I'm gonna be talking about the case for Code Igniter. You know, over the past uh, year or so, everyone has pretty much had a go at CodeIgniter, even me. Within just the last, I don't know, 10 days or something, I've been talking about Symphony 2 and Laravel, and sometimes we talk about Zend 2. Seems like there's action all over the PHP universe just now, and uh, as for CodeIgniter, well, it's pretty much considered gone, you know. And I thought that it would actually be of some value just to have one voice, one lone voice actually putting out the case that uh, Codeigniter is not quite dead just yet. And as a matter of fact, if you're talking about building customised websites, customised applications and all that, well actually Codeigniter is uh, pretty good, you know, pretty good. Now uh, I know that Folks who may have followed this show are probably thinking, well, hang on, didn't you say blah, blah, blah? Listen, folks, let me tell you something. One of the nice things about being a human being is that you can change your mind. It's called evolution or progress or whatever you want. But, you know, the fact that I can come on one week and say something and say something totally different the next week, that's cool, as long as it gets you thinking. Anyway, um yeah, so I'm I'm just trying to, you know, open up the debate here. Um let me give you the lay of the land. Anyone who has been following the PHP universe for some time will know that there has been a, I guess what you could call a a bit of a renaissance in the PHP community, and people actually use that phrase. They they, they talk about the PHP renaissance. And at the front line of this renaissance um, is PHP frameworks like Symphony 2, which we talked about last week, and Laravel, of course, uh, which we've also talked about, and um, Zend 2, which again I think I've discussed uh, previously also. Now, these new generation frameworks, and those are pretty much the three front runners just now. Those new generation frameworks are increasingly popular. If you take Laravel, I think last time I checked, there was about 10,000 people, as far as we can tell, who had uh, flitted to the Laravel framework. Most of them seem to be from CodeIgniter. And these new frameworks have a range of features, which some of us are claiming to be actually, uh, you know, awesome and way beyond anything that you know. old frameworks like CodeIgniter has came up with or maybe uh, PHP Cake or Kohana uh, or any of those older frameworks. But you see from an entirely business point of view there is actually very good reason to still use the CodeIgniter framework. Now there's a, there's a video on YouTube, I haven't got the URL, but you can check it out, and um, Steve it's Steve Jobs, I wonder if maybe some one of the folks can, from Skype could check this out for us, but it's Steve Jobs responding to a, a heckler, basically, and the guy is saying, hey man, how did you guys not use this software, and so on, and Steve Jobs gives this fantastic answer, you know. It's on YouTube somewhere. I'll probably put it on the site, dcradionetwork.com. But let me give you the reader's digest on this. What Steve Jobs said, and I think he was right, is that customers don't care about technology. They don't care if you're using Symphony or Zend or Laravel or Codeigniter or WordPress or anything. They don't care about that stuff. All they care about is results. And you're like, okay, tell me something new. Okay, I'll tell you something new. I shall elaborate. If you want to go beyond results, I'll tell you the other thing that they care about. They care about not being shafted. Not being left with a system that nobody can understand. Now, as I speak, I'm going to go to Amazon right now. Okay, I have another computer here. Yes, indeed, folks. I'm going to head on to Amazon. Let's try.com. And when I get there, the connection's a bit slow. From Amazon, I'm going to do a search right now for Symphony 2. And let's just see what kind of resources we have as far as Symphony 2 goes. Now, I've had a look, and there's a Spanish book on Symphony 2, but it's not much use to me. I'm seeing lots of books on Symphony, but I cannot see anything on Symphony 2, unless you count Symphony Number 2 B-flat major, which is something to do with classical music. So, folks, we are talking about a book a book rather, a framework with Symphony 2, there's pretty much nothing out. Now let's try the same for Laravel. I am on Amazon.com here, folks. Now, Laravel, we have the book by Sean McCool, The Laravel Starter. We have another book by uh, Dale Reese, I think, yep. Uh, And that is pretty much it We, yep, that's it. There's another book being written, but that's it. Two books, okay? Two books. Now, what was the other one? Zend2. Let's take a look for Zend2. I'm on Amazon here. I'm going to do a search for Zend2. Now, keep a score of this, okay, folks? Zend2, Amazon.com. It is March the 27th. Uh, Okay, web development with the Zend2 framework. Right, we've got one. Next, there's one in Portuguese. Well, that's nice, but it's not much use to me. And then, nothing. So, we've got one book about Zend, two books about Laravel, and what was it? How many was it with Symphony? Was it one or two? My memory's gone. Oh, Jiminy. Only said it a second ago. Oh, yeah, we've got one in Symphony, but it's not in English, so it's not used to me, you know. This is the lay of the land. Now, on Amazon, I'm going to do a search for CodeIgniter, and then I'm going to do search, uh, and the screen has just lit up. I have CodeIgniter Version 2 Guide, CodeIgniter for Rapid Application Development. I have CodeIgniter Professional Development by Adam Griffith, I've actually got that book. We have another CodeIgniter by Thomas Meyer, Practical Code Igniter Projects, which is um, uh, by someone. Uh, We have uh, PHP uh, Solution, yeah, Professional Code Igniter rocks. Thank you very much. They're rocking there. And I have uh, three pages worth of results here. Now, they're not all specifically on Code Igniter, but I am seeing a large number of resources. And when I head to Fiverr.com or Elance, it's the same kind of vibe. Folks, why does this matter? It matters because CodeIgniter has a huge community, lots and lots of resources and all that stuff. Now, I know that some of you Symphony 2 people and all that are saying, but we have online documentation, you know. Um, But some of us, I mean, me for one, sometimes we... We don't like to have just one book, you know. It's nice to have alternative sources of information. And I'm just saying that there's a shortage on the ground of learning materials for this stuff. And there's also a shortage of uh, developers, quite frankly. Now, when you have developers building systems that hardly anyone understands, hardly any books have been written, you know, a small community relative to other more developed frameworks... What happens is, you end up building these systems which are uh, very esoteric, which means hardly anyone understands how they were built. Now, I can give you the names and addresses, folks, of businesses that have gone under, or are going under, because nobody knows how to work the website, you know. The developer has hit the road, and the owners have been left with these strange sites. Now, if I was a business owner, I would be very nervous, let me rephrase that, if I was a business owner purchasing a web application, I would be very nervous about the idea of purchasing something that's, you know, so new, so unknown that hardly anything has been written about it. Now, I can almost hear you folks right now saying, ah, but what about the features? What about the the bundles and all of that stuff, you know? Well, here's the vibe. You know, anyone who uses Symphony and Laravel and Zen 2 and the new generation folks, if you ask them, what is the coolest thing about this super duper new framework? They will all say the same thing. They will all say it's the bundles. It's the bundles. It's the fact that you can have these nice compact setups, bundles, you bring them in and everything works and it's awesome. It's self contained. Man, it's the bundles. We love the bundles, okay? But here's the thing, folks Codeigniter has had the ability to handle, well, they don't call them bundles, they call them modules with Codeigniter for a long, long time. As a matter of fact, I've launched a video series on YouTube, how to set up, it's called HMVC, Hierarchical Model View Controller. You can set that up in minutes, and you can have the whole module thing rocking for Codeigniter. And when Symphony and Zend, and all those other people were, you know, big bloated, slow, cumbersome systems, well, guess what? All of us Codeigniter guys were laughing like, <laughs> look at you! we are using modules. We were into this stuff before any of you guys, and that brings me on to my next point. You know, when you look at what comes with these frameworks, and I have my other computer here, I'm kind of a bit frantic today, but I'm going to look at, uh, let me do a search on Google for Symphony 2. We'll take Symphony since Symphony appears to be, you know, people think it's the best of the bunch. So I'm going to go on the Symphony site, and I'm thinking, right, let's see what we actually get here. I mean, let's just let's check this right out, okay? Uh, now, what I'm finding, although I'm not finding it just now, is that the new generation frameworks do indeed come with a bunch of different built-in features. I think they're called components, you know? Um... For example, is component the right phrase? Foundation uh, Services. Okay. Yeah, so for example, we may have um we may have a facility for handling templates, we may have uh you know email facilities, uh authentication built in, uh routing security, and all these different things. Now, if I seem a bit stuttery, it's because I'm on the symphony site, and it's a bit unclear. Let me take a trip to Laravel, and I'll try and spell this point out a little bit more, because it should be made. Uh, I'm going to head to Laravel. Um, And if I go to the Laravel site, and by the way, I'm not slagging Laravel, I like Laravel. The reason I'm mentioning Laravel and Symphony is because I think these are the best, you know, I I really like them. And I'm trying to uh, go head to head against the best, you know. So, let me just see what Laravel's saying, how to get it to work, okay, one moment. Um... Oh, gee, it's it's not entirely clear here either. I'm trying to find the... Let me just check. those right? HTP, Groswitz, Welding. All right, all right. I think I'm going to have to just wing it. But here was the point. When you look at uh, the likes of Laravel, Symphonies, N2, and so on, what you find is that when you actually look at the features that they have that CodeIgniter lacks, well guess what, folks? There's a, bun- there, sorry, there's a module for all that stuff. I mean, I was looking through the Laravel uh, feature list just two nights ago, and I was like, man, this is awesome. It has authentication, wow. It's got email stuff in it, wow. And then I had this strange thought. Every single thing that was on the list I already have a module that does it. So, you know, someone wants um, a user authentication system, I've got a module for that, takes two seconds to just add it. Someone wants an email send facility, two seconds, you know. And everything that I go through, you know, with any of these new generation frameworks, I'm thinking to myself, well, hang on, you know, it's nice that this is built in, but I've actually already built it, in fact, I've been using this stuff for more than two years now. I saw a site comparing Laravel with Symfony and it was talking about how Symfony has a CMS built in. Well, here's a news flash. I have CMS modules, in fact, on YouTube. I have a a video series and I show people here's how you build your own CMS module. And I haven't had a chance to compare it with whatever's on Symfony. But I have a sneaky suspicion that the thing I've built myself is probably better than the Symphony thing. Yes, indeed, folks, you heard it here. So the point is: if you already have modules that handle all of this stuff, if you already have a, you know, a little catalogue of your own modules, maybe about 20 of them, that's enough for a career. And you've already got this massive community tons and tons of resources, the clients aren't going to be let down you know uh, why why change you know and finally, what I would say as well is when you look at the when you actually look at the code for likes of uh, symphony, when you look at the code for any of the new generation stuff, even even something like PHP fuel, Now, check out the code and do like for like, okay? Just compare them, don't take my word for it. Now, I recently wrote a blog article and I was comparing Codeigniter with PHP Fuel, okay? Remember PHP Fuel? One of the new generation ones. And again, you know, everyone's gone crazy about features and all that. And I thought, okay, let's put features to the side. What's the actual code like for this? And I thought... Right, let's take a common task. Now, we'll go beyond Hello World, right? I I thought, let's look at the code for calling a module. It's a pretty simple thing, right? It's a pretty fundamental thing, something that we'll be doing a lot. Let's look at the code. Now, I actually wrote the code out on this blog article with Code Igniter. The code for calling a module is basically this. Um, let me think, it's basically you write this with a dollar sign, then you do one of the little loading up arrow things, you know, hyphen arrow sign Uh, then you write module, then you do another little load up thing and then you say module name, now I've just loaded a module so, you know, um, you just say this load up module, now you can probably hear some Skype sounds there hello to the folks on Skype, I am on Skype folks DC Radio Network is my Skype name, and hello to the Skype folks. Let me turn you up, actually. Okay, I'm turning you up. It's just me, okay? Um, So, where on earth was I? I lost my train of thought. I had this little train in my head, and it was just chugging along, man, and it just went off, things falling off, man, and chaos everywhere, you know? But in any event... (laughs) I remember I was talking about modules, with CodeIgniter loading a module, a module, this load module, there, module name. That's it. Okay, that's it. You try the same light for light with any of the new generation frameworks. I've done this and I actually wrote out. Uh, it was quite a while ago a comparison with Fuel and CodeIgniter, and in terms of, in terms of uh, characters. CodeIgniter is less. In terms of, you know, uh, simplicity, CodeIgniter is the easiest. And everyone keeps using words like elegant and expressive and things like this. I just don't get it. I I don't see anything particularly elegant about any of the new stuff that's any more elegant than CodeIgniter, you know? Now, Uh, One of the things that's kind of interesting is that for years, you see, there was a point about three years ago when I decided I'm going to use a framework and uh, the, the person who I was talking to was Derek, he's been a guest, he's a cool guy, I'm hoping to get him on the next show actually. Now Derek, he ended up saying, you know, I'm going for Zend and I remember saying, Zend, wow, that sounds awesome. And I really researched Zend, okay? This was about three years ago. And when I looked at the things I was looking at, I was looking at how easy the code was, and I was really looking at how fast the thing was. So um, I was looking at uh, you know, how long does it take for something to happen and a page to load. This was really high up on the list. Uh, And what I found is that CodeIgniter was the fastest by a long, long way. And this was really important because most of the people who hire me want to get to the top of Google. Now, if you want to get to the top of Google, my advice is that you should really have a think about how fast your site takes to load, you know? CodeIgniter was always one of the fastest. In fact, until about a year and a half ago, I think it was the fastest of all the major frameworks. Um, As far as I'm aware, only ye could compete against it. Now, you can hear the Skype uh, bleeps coming in here. I'm going to have a look and see what people are saying on Skype here. Let's just check out the feedback. Okay, so uh, Paul is uh, telling me that um, he agrees and he's using Codeigniter, which is awesome. Um, yep, yeah. <laughs> and actually, Paul's just made a fantastic point. He said people who go with Zend have basically, you know, it's like they've been told you've just spent two years le- learning Zend and Congratulations. Oh, by the way, we've just refactored the whole app, forget everything. Fantastic point. In fact, thank you very much for bringing that up, Paul. This is a a really great point. I don't want to spend two years learning something and then I have to throw it away because the whole thing has been rewritten, you know, rewritten. Now, let me have a sip of my iron brew. Because now, I'm gonna come out with the nuclear bombs. You hang tough with me for three minutes more, and I'm gonna have you learning <laughs> Code Igniter, you know? Anyway, hold on. Hmm. I'm back on diet drinks, folks. For a while, I, I went into um, Alex Jones mode, and I became really paranoid about, you know, diet soft drinks, and. As, what's it called? Aspartium and all of that. And I went all natural. And I really piled on so much weight. So now I'm back to the diet drinks, you know. Uh, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Anyway, check this out, folks. There is something that you need to know. And nobody's talking about this. But don't worry, your Uncle Dave is going to talk about this. Listen, folks. Anyone who knows me, anyone who knows this show, they know that I'm not technically the best web developer in the universe, okay? I never have claimed to be, and it's, it's not the vibe, you know? But what I am is, uh, I, I kind of think that the focus here is a bit more on the commercial Vibe, you know. You can hear a few Skype sounds here, folks. Don't worry, it's just the folks chatting on Skype. You should come on down and join in. We are having a good old time today. And uh, hello to Yavo, actually, who I believe is uh, is learning just about every framework right now. Um. Anyway. We like to have a commercial spin on this show, right? We like to think that we are doing this professionally and hopefully we're gonna help other people to earn a good living on the web, right? So we have this commercial spin. Now, one of the big misconceptions that kind of bothers me is the misconception that uh, nobody really wants Codeigniter people and if you really want to earn a good living as a developer, then you need to learn, you know, Zend, or Symphony 2, or one of the big so-called enterprise frameworks. Folks, this is a misconception, and I'll tell you why this is a misconception, okay? You know, if you go to Elance, I think I'll do this just now. If I go to Elance, right, and I'm heading to elance.com, and uh, you, you can't see this, obviously, so just take my word for it, or you can join in. Now, on Elance, I'm going to do a search for uh, Symphony 2. And I'm just going to press Go. Now, I'm doing this just now. Now, here we go. First one we have, Symphony 2, big project, $15 per hour. Wow. Well, I'm impressed. Next one. Symphony 2, $10 per hour. Folks, this is unbelievable. $10 per hour. Uh, here's another one. I'm just, By the way, I'm just reading these. I'm not hand-picking these, right? I'm just moving down. Hourly rate, not sure. Next one, $15 per hour. Next one, $15 per hour. Then we're down to $10 per hour again in Australia. Folks, In the UK, you can make more than that by flipping hamburgers. I'm not joking, okay? We move on. Not sure, not sure, not sure. The highest paid project on Elance, as I speak to you today, is $16 per hour. Folks, I'm not bragging or showing off. I wouldn't tell someone the time for $16 an hour, you know? It's absolutely unbelievable. Now, if you think that CodeIgniter is the, if you think CodeIgniter is the cheap skate framework and nobody wants to know CodeIgniter, then you are wrong. And hang with me because I'm going to show you why you are wrong. If you're listening, and if it's March the 27th, 2013, or any time round about there, I want you to join in with me right now. I want you to follow along with what I'm doing. But if it's after March and you're listening into the future, ooh, then don't worry. Just trust me. It's all live and it's all real. Okay. So now I'm going to head to LinkedIn, a little website that you may have heard of, and I'm actually going to uk.linkedin.com. It's the uh, UK version. Oh, well, actually, it's diverted me to, to the main LinkedIn. So just relax. Okay. So it's www.linkedin.com. I'm sure you've heard of that. I'm going to click on jobs, okay? I'm clicking on jobs. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Now, as the page loads up, LinkedIn's a little bit slow today, but that's okay. I can see a search box saying search for jobs. I'm going to search for Code Igniter. Thank you very much. Code Igniter. Now, I hope some of you are joining in. If not, just listen and Trust me, this is all live, it's all real. Now, remember folks, the best Symphony 2 job, considered the Enterprise Framework, considered the New Generation, PHP Renaissance and all that stuff, the best price we could get was $16 per hour on Elance. You heard it here, you saw the example, maybe if you're watching the live video feed, okay? Now, Elance... Very first job 50 to 75 thousand per year. Development manager, blah 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 blah. Team leader development, sorry, senior developer, uh, blah, blah 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 blah. Desired skills. Let me just check this out. Uh, developer, lead developer, LAMP OOP MVC. Uh, JavaScript, uh, blah, 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 Codeigniter, there you go. Now, let me just scroll up, I'm gonna check this out. Senior PHP developer, Codeigniter, MVC, Lamp would be suited, Uh, advantageous, it's incredible. And they're talking about 65,000 pounds per year. Let me just check, cause um, I want to head to, I'm gonna quickly, jump over to, let me do a search on Google for, oh gee, let me get this right, London Gumtree, okay, London Gumtree, have you ever heard of the London Gumtree website? So it's gumtree.com forward slash London. We have a lot of Skype messages folks, I'm sorry about that. Now again, I'm doing a search on London Gumtree for code igniter. Here we go, search and look. Look, it's taking a while to load. It's coming up, you can't see it actually, but I'll read it out to you. Um one moment. It's it really is taking a moment to load here. Uh here we go. Code igniter developer, MVC blah blah blah, 60 to 70,000 per year. That's in London, okay? So folks, here are jobs coming, left, right and centre, Codeigniter developers wanted for seventy to 75,000 per year. It's absolutely incredible. Now let me just see. Um, yeah, and it describes it, and it's not just standard stuff. They want MVC. I'm reading this job here. They want uh, required experience, skills and education. Well, you have that, right, because you're listening to this show. Hey, hey, hey. I'm reading the job advert. They want at least five years commercial experience or two years mid-level experience. Fine, okay, tick. They want solid MVC experience. Now I know that you you've got that. Okay, tick that. And then the next thing on the list: solid code igniter experience, folks. This is all happening now. This is in pounds. Can you handle what I'm saying? And just in case you've just joined me, I'm checking London Gumtree, okay? London Gumtree, and I've just done a search for Code Igniter. Now, I'm going to head to Google, and I'm going to say how many dollars in £70,000? Because I know that some of you folks prefer to talk in terms of US dollars, okay? And here it is, according to Google, that's a hundred and five thousand seven hundred and sixty-three U.S. dollars. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! And if you weren't listening to this show, you wouldn't even know about this stuff. You'd be hanging about on some forum with a bunch of losers telling you to go read the manual. That's why you listen to this show, folks, okay? Just in case we had any doubts here, and the guy who gives you this information, you won't find it anywhere else. So here is a, you know, a job, paying over $100,000 per year, and what do they want? Codeigniter. Notice, they didn't mention namespaces or bundles or any of the things that the other frameworks mentioned. And the biggest news flash of all, folks, is that if you know what you're doing with MVC CodeIgniter modules and all that stuff, hey, you can build that easily. We have have people in the chat room, we've got one IT guru here, he can build stuff that's probably, in fact, I won't say probably, I would bet he could build stuff, modules, which are even more secure than whatever security modules those guys have built. The, the level that some of the people in the chat room have taken this to is unbelievable and it's very exciting. So I am here today to tell you that there's life in the old dog yet, okay? The customers don't care whether you're using Zen 2 or Symphony 2 or Laravel or anything. They don't care if you're just using out-of-the-box PHP. They don't even care if you're using WordPress. So let's get that out of our head and this, the second point, there are three, the second point is features wise we can be fine because we can build our own modules. I've been doing this for three years and the final point is that actually there's tons of what you know, tons of demand for Code Igniters and, and the nice thing is if you're a business owner you hire a Code Igniter person, you're gonna be fine you will never be left with a website that no one understands many Tens of thousands of people, many books, learning resources and everything. Today is the day where we salute CodeIgniter. And for just once, I'd like to thank Ellis Lab and the people behind CodeIgniter. I think they've done a fantastic job. Now, maybe next week I'll be talking about how rubbish Code Igniter is. Maybe I'll be talking about something else. But just for once, I thought there would be some value in giving you the alternative viewpoint. I want to thank you for being here. I hope you've enjoyed the alternative viewpoint. And I hope you're having a fun, packed week, whatever you are doing. I'll see you on the next show. Thank you very much. Bye.